0: We acknowledge that Spruce Grove Public Library sits on Treaty 6 territory and expresses gratitude and respect for the land we use with the pledge that this organization will actively work to end systematic racism, continue to participate in truth and reconciliation, and partner with our neighbors' First Nations, Alexander Cree, Alexis nakoda Sioux, Enoch Cree, and Paul, to improve Indigenous programming, services, and resources
1: in our community. We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at behindthestacks@sgpl.ca. at sgpl.ca. Third year I or our second, I believe it's third. Oh, it is, isn't it? Because we've done two um, blooper reels. So yeah, this is our third year. This is going to be our best year ever.
0: Absolutely. Decided that, so that's that, Yeah, it's our first episode, and you decided it's going to be your best year ever. Mm-hmm.
1: So strap yourselves in and get
0: ready for fun. Now you may have noticed we changed our uh, intro a little bit. Now we're going to get right into. Land acknowledgement right into intro and then get right into it. Just like speed
1: round. Let's go. And um, our mission statement will be on our website at sgpl.ca. Let's just get right into what the people want. And that's us talking about all these random things. Um, Speaking of random things, can I tell you what happened to me yesterday? Yes, please. Okay. I went sledding with my stepdaughter, but as you know, the snow is very thick. But we thought we tried anyway. We didn't really get anywhere because the snow was so thick We moved maybe an inch and we just got covered in snow and then we were pushing each other in the snow and it was so much fun. And then Quinn came and ran around. All good fun. Uh, We went home and I went to get my phone to post about what a great time I'd had. Couldn't find it. Checking all my pockets. Realised that I may have dropped it. So I went downstairs to the uh, Find My Samsung app on my computer. Yeah, it was showing in the park. So I had to walk back to the park with a flashlight. Flashlight
0: right here. I've got one of those to look for dog poop when I'm taking my dogs <laughs> for a walk. Because <laughs> it's been dark recently, and I'm like, "Where's the poop?"
1: Well, yeah, where's the poop? <laughs> Luckily, there was no poop involved in this adventure. But no. I had that, and I also had one of those little flashlight things you can put on your head, like kind of a headlamp.
0: I got a funny story about that one that I'll just share oh, with you. okay.
1: After. <laughs> so I'm kicking snow and looking around, and just getting more and more disheartened. And about ten minutes in, I see this tiny little bit of black in the snow. It's like, well, obviously you can't see this, listeners, but it's, what's that, like two inches, maybe? And I thought, "Ah, could that be it? And it was. And so I found my phone. And I realised that my life is pretty much a sitcom. I am Mr Bean. Because that sounds totally like an episode of Mr Bean, where he's got a lamp on his head and he's looking around in a big pile of snow. So that was my night.
0: So your New Year's resolution? To just embody the essence of Mr. Bean, I
1: think so. I think I'm just going to give in to it. Like, why fight it anymore? That's happen. who I am. Uh, I have one more story. Yes. My cat Daisy, I've wanted to get her a cat tree for ages. Jen found one on Kijiji. It looked about three feet high. So I thought, oh yeah, easy to carry, good size. We drove to the address and it was in this kind of industrial area of Edmonton. It was late December, so... Very dark, very cold. And this car pulls up next to us with really bright, like high beams on. And this guy gets out and he looks like, like someone from the mafia. <laughs> no. <laughs> he has this hat on and this coat with the big lapels. Looking up, and he's like, You hear about the country? He's, he sounded Russian. Russian mafia. I can't do a Russian accent. <laughs> yeah, Russian mafia. And I, I was like, Yeah. yeah. He's like, Come, come. And Jen says, OK, you know, go go get the train, just bring it out. And I was like, oh, OK. So um, we went to this door and I stood by the door thinking oh, he's going to bring it out and hand it to me. And he opens this big metal door and he's like, come. And so I go inside and I turn and look at Jen like, I love you. Bye. <laughs> and we get in to this big white metal room. He says, this way. And I'm thinking, this isn't the room. So it's enormous. So there's another door that's even more... I don't know, it looks like a big freezer door. It's, it's got this big lock, like... And he opens that, and I step through. The cat tree is about five foot tall, enormous, like you need two people to hold it. And I said, whoa, that's that's really big. He's like, yeah, you want it? And I was like, okay. And then he's like, great, you'll take this scent. So carrying this cat tree, and um, we go out a different door. The door we go into is just black there's no lights or anything and i'm like oh my god where am i this is it (laughs) and suddenly this garage door opens slowly and i see jen's car appear (laughs) as the door rises up we managed to get the cat tree in the car and get it home and lug it in the house and daisy loves it but yeah it was it was like have you seen the movie goodfellas yes i I just watched it over over my winter break. Yay! Do you you remember the part where um, Rayleigh and his wife is meeting with Robert De Niro and he's like, hey, uh, there's some really nice dresses here that I want to show you. Yeah. And he's like, just come back here, come back here. And she's like, no, I I don't need dresses. It felt like that scene. just got popped off. (laughs) Yeah, I thought, I'm just going to go further and further for the cat tree. And then just, poof, luckily (laughs) it all ended well. That's terrifying, but I would do
0: it for Daisy. There's not many cats in this world. I would have been like, "No, I'm done. Like this is not yeah. happening." I'd do it for Daisy.
1: Yeah, and she, she really liked it. First, oh. she just looked at me like, "How dare you bring this in the house? I hate it." And then a few minutes later, she's sitting on the top of it, looking down at me. So, <laughs> me immortal. Yeah. Human.
0: Yeah, I can play God now. Bring me food. Yes, or Goddess, I
1: guess. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it was a happy ending to a quite terrifying story. <laughs> well, I'm
0: glad it all worked out because uh, as soon as I saw any metal ceiling doors where you possibly keep all the bodies in a freezer out, I'd have been like, I'm out.
1: I know. I thought, oh God, what if there's like giant meat hooks or something? <laughs>
0: That's a scene from Goodfellas. <laughs> oh my gosh What a year. And that was, wow. What a good start to that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>
1: I have to save that story for our first episode.
0: Absolutely, it's we're going to draw people in with crazy Kijiji stories because
1: I'm sure everyone has been there. Yes, and if you have any crazy Kijiji stories, please let us know as well. We should probably actually get into the episode now. Yes, let's do that because Hero was
0: thinking this is going to be short. There's not really much to talk about. <laughs> and I'm just like, blah blah blah. And someone has good stories. So I'm like, never mind, never mind.
1: On to housekeeping.
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. Just to kick off our first episode for January of 2022. I've already written February 2020 because I just refuse to believe that this trilogy of COVID is happening. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, no.
1: Did you see that meme where it says the date is like 2022, like another 2020? And there's these people running in horror like it's 2022. I
0: believe it. (laughs) That's kind of how I feel.
1: Mm -hmm. But on to our great stuff that we're doing... Da-da-da! Programs are starting on Saturday, January 15th. Woo-woo-woo! With our Dungeons & Dragons Workshop and Minecraft Mania. The rest of our programs, our regular lineup, will begin on Tuesday, January 18th. We have a lot to get through here and it's all very exciting.
0: We'll just pick and choose some good ones here and there. off oh, All of mine. No. <laughs> Nothing for Sarah. All the ones I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incomplete list can be found at sgpl.ca. Click on the little programs tab and they're all
1: they're all there and Ah. yes. Thank you, Sarah, for putting this up. It's wonderful. Let's start with the children. I'm so excited about this. Tuesdays so next is it next Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it is next Tuesday. Family story time tales through time and space. And guess who's going to be telling the stories? Not me. Me! Yay! I'm so happy for you. Miss Simone is back in the his house. How long has it been? Too long? Oh, too long. It's been a few years. It's been 84 years. I, I just like quoting the old lady from Titanic. <laughs> yes. But it feels like that long. It's been a while, and I'm so excited to get to be back in the cozy corner reading stories. We're going to be traveling out of this world and experiencing the world in new ways with songs and stories and dances that develop school readiness it's a free drop-in program it's aimed at ages 2 to 6 with caregivers siblings and friends are of course welcome i cannot wait to see you all and read stories and dance because i haven't danced in quite a while i can be there with you so that <laughs> that would be great we can just bust a move together yeah, like, yeah bust we'll a move, move you know, for the chance to perhaps see Courtney dancing as well, you really should come. That's a terrifying part. (laughs) Oh, stop it. (laughs) Cyber Tales is back with the lovely Sarah doing her live story times on our Facebook page, Tuesdays at 7pm. And also for our little library patrons, Sarah hosts Storytime for Tots. Put on your PJs, grab a bedtime buddy, and join us for a special evening story time. I really like hearing stories while... I have my pyjamas on and I'm cuddling my favourite stuffy. You are Mr Bean. I am Mr Bean. Hello, <laughs> <I'm just, laughs> There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the metamorphosis is almost complete. There's also a bunch of programmes that are starting in February. We had to switch it around a bit because of our lovely friend COVID. the Kids getting back to school and everything. But like Courtney says, if you go to our website and the programmes tab, you'll find... All the times and dates. is Dungeons and Dragons, Builders Club. Oh, 28th of January is the Nerf Battle Royale.
0: And it's full, and I'm so excited. I was uh, <clears throat> getting ready for our program there by un- unwrapping every single Nerf
1: dart, and I was like, maniacal <laughs> <laughs> <my laughs> cool laugh over there. We may have had a Nerf battle for staff during the festive season.
0: How did that go? I saw Allison brought her like mega ton Nerf gun with the little disc balls.
1: <laughs> It was really good, except once she'd shot the discs, we had to find them each time, so she ah. could reload it. But... Oh, there's only one? Mm-hmm. Or... <laughs> That's not much fun. But coming into work this morning, I saw one of the uh, Nerf bullets on one of our shelves, so I thought we'd got them all.
0: We'll be finding those forever once the Nerf battle royale starts, mm-hmm. and I think we decided that we're going to have a staff fun thing where whoever finds the most Nerf darts is going to get, like a cupcake or a prize. So we'll have like a running score total on our whiteboard of who finds the most. Ooh. So if you find one, because I mean, it'll be all our own personal darts we're mm-hmm. using for this. So yeah, we're just going to have like a
1: monthly who can nice. find the most nerf darts. I love it. Marion. She is pretty fierce with a nerf gun. She called to me and I said, have mercy. And she said, there is no mercy.
0: She went all ramble. on Yeah, you. she
1: did. She went Terminator on me. So she looks very kind and nice, but it's a dark side. We got to get her back on the show, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Marian. Please talk about your dark side at the Nerf uh, staff night. (laughs) Yeah, how you destroyed us with your Nerf skills. And
0: she's like five too. I could just see her like fully, just like
1: yes. I still
0: love you, stop, baby. But like the speed of it,
1: like Jaguar, just like Mm -hmm. and like Matrix, just bending around. I'm sad I missed it. It was a lot of fun. Also, next month, no school Fridays begin again. And there really is no better way to spend it than at the library. Movies, free popcorn, the Tech Bowl will be open all day. It's going to be awesome. And I will also be hosting that, so I hope you all come. But of course, it's not just the kids who are going to be getting amazing programs. We have plenty of great content for adults and seniors. Our virtual reading club, of course. I am very excited to be part of that. I've got February's ready. This fence is Lost in Translation. The lovely Melanie has put that together. And it has one of the books we've talked about. I was say, like, did you see the books? Okay, yes. so we
0: got to tell our listeners what's new about the Adult Virtual Reading Club. And then we can squeeze okay. about that. Okay, because like I'm like braced. I'm like, I'm so excited. Let's do this. Okay. So we have a new addition to our Adult Virtual Reading Club. So now, not only can you join, and it's not really like, there's no registration. There's no like... You have to read this many pages mm-hmm. by this, whatever. It's very like loose and free, which mm-hmm. is great. But yeah. if you read a book that corresponds with the theme, so so the first theme for January is Lost in Translation. So if you read a book that incorporates that theme and leave a review on our website, so I believe it's on the Adult Virtual Reading Club webpage, mm-hmm. you just fill out the form saying, I read this book, I loved it or hated it. Hit submit, and then you have a chance to win a brand new sparkly book that matches the theme of the month and we already we saw the list because Sarah went and bought all of them for the year mm-hmm. and I was like oh my gosh the first one we've read the Venus Woman yay which is the same author as the creepy hedgehog one Earthlings yes <laughs> but I like the name the creepy hedgehog one
1: I will email the
0: author right now and they're like can you just call it that because it's misleading
1: I feel like she really loved that Creepy Hedgehog one, that's great. I saw The Gunkle was one of the books to win, and that is such a good oh, book. Oh, The Gunkle. Yes, have you read that one? I haven't yet, but it is on my to-be-read list. Let me know when you read it, because then we can just... <laughs> and for um, my theme next month, Unusual Love Stories, the book you can win is The Gargoyle i've never read her. you've never read the gargoyle no oh oh you should read that it's an excellent dialer story is back i have a whole bunch of stories to record stories for kids for adults poetry you just have to call 587-853-4554 and you can listen to the stories anytime
0: so we're also going to start our own seed library at the library a seed
1: library eh
0: yeah so just like our books which are accessible to all but the idea is we want to make sure that everyone in the community has access to seeds to grow flowers and vegetables and i mean if you're really bold fruits fruits are hard Mm -hmm. so we have a bunch of seeds donated from our community and kiwi gardens are awesome and donated us a big bag thank you kiwi gardens you guys are amazing they emailed me right away when I had a call up. They're like, absolutely, here you go. I was wow. like, wow. I like you. So you can go onto our website and learn how that works. It's pretty simple. It's kind of like a, you know, the nice circle that you have for like reuse, reduce, recycle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like bring seeds you don't need, take seeds you do need, and then give back. So it's just a nice little circle of love.
1: Circle of love.
0: Nice. My goal is February 1st to have that up and running.
1: I ordered the little drawer thing. I'm just waiting for it to arrive. So a couple more I'd really like to highlight. The Taste the World Club, Mm -hmm. which I believe is hosted by Sonia. Yes. If you haven't met Sonia yet, she is wonderful. She's just a big ball of joy. Each month we will provide a small amount of a different spice or spice blend from a different part of the world. And at the library you will have spice kits that you can pick up at the beginning of the month. And on the last Thursday of the month there will be a virtual discussion. It's free and it's via Zoom. So it is a registered program. Just go to webpage programs, adult seniors, and you'll find Taste the World and there's a link for registering. I think there's only like three spots left. Yes, it's very popular. Brand new. Then there are a bunch of other great programs. This is so exciting. Oh my gosh. Yes, last but certainly not least, we have Indigenous programmes. And why
0: do we have those? Is well, because we should. First yes. of all. Second of all, <laughs> is we now have a indigenous knowledge keeper at the library, Barb, whose space is right there, but she's yes. not here today. But we no. have to have her on our podcast really soon because
1: we will be having Barb on our podcast yeah. because she is awesome and full of great stories. She's also been teaching us Cree. hmm That's a future project we're working on where mm-hmm. staff are going to be saying different words in Cree. We are all learning. And she, oh my gosh, look at these programs. There's uh, Indigenous Storytime, Conversational Cree, Talking Circle. And these all start this month. So Indigenous Storytelling is beginning on January 28th. Conversational Cree begins on January 19th. And Talking Circle is the last Thursday of the month. So this month will be January 27th.
0: Mm-hmm. That will be at Pack because we weren't sure about restrictions here. So fun thing about Pack though, is they do have their part of the REP program. So they will require proof of vaccination before you can attend. But it'll still be awesome. Mm-hmm. Little smidge of we kind of already talked about ones, too.
1: So <laughs> coffee service is back. It's warming up a bit today, but I'm sure that won't last. So come in from the cold and have a nice coffee or tea. Uh-huh. Uh, Tech Bowl is back. Uh-huh. Stuart is our host for the Tech Bowl, and he's doing an amazing job. What's happening in Spruce Grove?
0: So what's happening in Spruce Grove? Once again, just like us, everyone's just kind of getting in, back into the swing of things after, well, after their holidays and mm-hmm. breaks. So we're just going to head over first to our glorious friends at Allied Arts Council. Becca who's amazing. We need to have her on the show. We really do. We really, really do. This is unacceptable. So we're going to yeah. add that to our list.
1: Yeah, we're going to have some really great guests this year.
0: I think so too. And then she can come and talk about all her amazing things. Uh, there are adult classes and kids and teen classes available on their website. I believe kids and teens, they have like a little special thing going on here. It's one of those, there's in-person options available, but let's say, oh, you know, chew. I'm sick, I can't make it. They also have virtual, and they like, they're the same, so if there's in-person, it'll be the same as virtual. So if you miss the in-person, you're like, well, I can attend the virtual one and keep going. Mm. So it's quite brilliant. I'm like, that's genius. Yeah,
1: online homeschool art attack.
0: Mm-hmm. So they have all their awesome art programs there, super exciting.
1: So you can go to alliedartscouncil dot com for more information or call seven eight zero nine six two zero six six four.
0: Ah, Stony Plain and their programs. I always like to pop over and be like, "What's up, friends?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> competitors. <they're always> doing <laughs> amazing stuff at Stony Plain. S <laughs> P P L.
0: Yes. So they have some story times and some baby sign on their website. Uh, Yeah, just head over to mysppl.ca. They have it under their events. There's programs. And they also have a lovely ACT Social Lab Digital Literacy Outreach, which is, wow, look at all those partners. Partner with, like, everybody. They're just with everybody. That's impressive right? So basically, it's just, are you new to computers? Would you like to upgrade your computer skills? And for me, I'm like, always. Because there's so much I don't know, I'm like, what is this? Yeah,
1: and stuff you do know becomes updated. No. Oh,
0: that's embarrassing when you get told off by them. I'm like, well, that's how we used to do it then. Yeah, and you're like, do it like oh, this. now it's just a one-button process mm-hmm. instead of mm-hmm. a thin process. And you're just like, <sighs> yeah, just keep reminding me how old I am. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> if you insist.
0: So for more information on that program, you can contact Leanne Oh, she's got a cell phone number here at 780-264-1145. Mm-hmm. Parkland County Library. Our other friends. Ooh, ooh, ooh. They have kits, too. And I'm like, oh, I'm so jelly. They have steam kits. Ooh. I can't wait to announce our kits because we've been having a
1: little secrety-secrety program. Secrety-secrety, secret-y, yes. Yes,
0: of like, that, we're going to get some
1: cool stuff, too. Yeah, we're, we're getting cool stuff, too, Parkland County. Yeah,
0: jeez. <laughs> Specifically Brittany. Yeah, Brittany. <laughs> just, just going to call you out. <laughs> she's gonna listen to this episode and be like that that's it <laughs> that's it i'm done i'm done with you too <laughs> love you britney We do but yeah they have uh steam kits and there's all, like look at all these it's i know tons building, building math. but they have another kit i saw because i was extra snoops what oh, oh let's go back to oh, the screen. okay there's like a play or read and play kits. Read and play kit yes what, what are those let's so, see. Much fun. so much fun like look at that uh-huh right and they had pictures, like, I'm like, oh, look, look! Oh my gosh! And, the,
1: like, little finger puppets and, like, all kinds of cool stuff. Oh, that's really cute. Oh, they have all the classics. Chicka-chicka-boom-boom. do zoo And the clothes one, they even have little shoes that you can learn to tie your laces.
0: Oh, I remember. Okay, this is kind of so old. I was adamant about learning, in like, kindergarten, grade fo- or grade five. Wow, five years old. <laughs> I was grade five when I went out to tie my shoes. No, rewind, that's wrong. <laughs> I was in kindergarten and I was adamant about tying my shoes. And mm-hmm. I just remember sitting at the kitchen table and practicing. And then I would go, because I mean, back in the day where you just had your shoes, like everyone's shoes, just thrown by the door and then you mm-hmm. just grab whatever. I went and grabbed everyone's shoes and made sure they were all tied, which was kind of annoying because there's obviously no feet in them. So, <laughs> so you had to untie them. Too. So everyone to untie them. I shoes. Because I was like, I'm tying everyone's shoes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure I was perfect at tying shoes. But that's really good intentions. It, it was until, you know, the adults of the family were like, you knotted my shoe.
1: <laughs> I had a Mr. Man toy. Oh. It was Mr. Giggle. And he had these big blue shoes that you could practice tying. And I would try and try, but I think in the end they just got really knotted.
0: And then you're just like, I give up. And then the little bows are like this big. Yeah, know. they were like really teeny. You're like, well, I don't know how to undo the knot. I'm practicing how to tie my shoes. Those are two different skills. <laughs> yeah, really. Just give me a break. Well done, Parkland. Yes, well done indeed. More celebratory stuffs. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, I want to attend so bad. Maybe this is where I saw in Canto. I'm like, I need to watch this.
1: GSA is celebrating their fourth anniversary. What? Congratulations, TSA. That is
0: wonderful. And look at the party that they're having. Like, I want to attend this party, but I'm pretty sure it's for Yeah, youth.
1: Oh, I can oh, be an ally. Allies are. Oh welcome. shut I'm way too oh, 12 to 24. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> how many how many 20 years? Too <laughs> old.
0: How about at Heart? Can can we do those? Yeah. But they're having an amazing like they've got glass etching with Kenda. Oh, oh, movie no. Encanto. See, movie I knew it. Encanto?
1: I knew it. Pizza pop and snacks. Friday, January 14th, uh-huh. from 7 to 11. Be sure to pre-book so that you're registered and
0: good to go for this awesome celebration.
1: And if you need more information, go to org. That is going to be a really fun time. Now, what's your reading? Or watching, or listening, or playing. So over the holiday season, I did a bit of reading I must admit, I did more watching. Lots of uh, cheesy Hallmark movies. I watched one that was directed by Mariah Carey. Despise those shows! It was so... Good. <laughs> it, well, I think it was good. <laughs> but a movie that I watched that wasn't festive, but was absolutely amazing, was called Promising Young Woman. It stars Kerry Mulligan as um, a young woman named Cassie, who works in a diner. She was in law school. She had this... Huge, you know, successful future, but she dropped out. She works at the diner now. And then in the evenings, she goes to different bars and she pretends to get really, really drunk. Like, almost blackout drunk. And then guys will come up and be like, you know, hey, are you okay? Do you need some help? And they'll uh, give her a ride or bring her home. Then they'll try to make advances. And as they're doing that, she'll suddenly be sober and scare the hell out of them and it's amazing the first part is this businessman in this bar and he takes her home and he's like you know i'll I'll, uh you can you can sleep on my couch and then on the couch and he starts trying to kiss her and he's like you're so beautiful you're so beautiful and i think his name's mark and she's like mark mark and he's not listening and then she just goes mark and his face is priceless (laughs) it's like what are you doing and so that's basically how she spends her time just, I guess, teaching these guys um, a lesson. Don't take advantage of of women. But there is a, a darker reason for it. Her best friend, who she went to law school with, was attacked. She's basically, I guess, trying to get revenge on the kind of people that did that to her. She goes to the law school where it happened and she talks to the lawyer who got the guy off who attacked her friend. The ending it's got a really cool twist. Quite dark quite triggering because I have to say I don't think I know any woman who hasn't had at least an experience of being catcalled or just somebody not backing off it's clear that they should. So yeah, it was definitely something I think it would be easy to relate to. But it was very powerful, it was funny, sad. I just it it wow, I haven't seen a movie like that that was just so on point and honest. I thought it was brilliant.
0: What a good pick. Did you, did you watch it on a streaming service or did you get it from
1: I watched it on Netflix, hmm. but it is available in track. Brilliant. Yes. Now onto a lighter subject, hmm. the book I've been reading is called If You Ask Me, and of course you won't, by Betty White.
0: R.I.P. to all the ones we've already lost, and it's already the, what, 11th of January? Yep. Bob Seger Betty White, and... Oh, Sk- Sydney Poitier! That's it! Like, R.I.P., you guys. Like, what the heck. Thanks, 2022. You're yeah. Like, on, already.
1: Yeah, this was a really bad ending to 2021. It's like, it couldn't just go quietly had to take Betty. I swear you texted me the
0: millisecond it probably happened. You're like, "I know."
1: Mm-hmm. Courtney. Courtney. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, "No." <sighs> I I think somebody said it best when they said even though she was 99, it feels like she died too young cuz she just she was amazing. A Legend. And and you know that word gets thrown around, but she truly was. And this book, it's uh, observations, anecdotes about her life in showbiz and to life in general, and I'm just going to read a few quotes from it that I've found. Kindness and consideration of somebody beside yourself keeps you feeling young. I have no regrets at all, none. I consider myself to be the luckiest old broad on two feet. On CNN, she said, About being called a legend, I just laugh. Have I got them fooled? Um, one of my favourites is, I may be a senior, but so what? I'm still hot. So, yeah, it's just full of quotes like that. And I, I love Betty. I love the Golden Girls. So it's it's bittersweet to read it, but, but more sweet. And finally, back to dark and gloomy with a TV show I've been watching called Strangers from Hell. Now, this is on Netflix. I don't think it's available on DVD yet. I'm sure when it does become available, we'll get it right away for um, SGPL. But it's a Korean show. You've got me watching all the Korean shows. I'm so sorry. Look what I've created. (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) And your stepdaughter, it's like... (laughs) Yes. Evil Courtney strikes again. (laughs) Evil Courtney
1: strikes again. Um, Strangers from Hell is uh, a 10-part series about this young man who moves into, I think it's called a residential. It's, It's an apartment, but it's really slummy. It's like a bed and a table. The place is falling apart. And there's all these really weird people living in this building. And at first you just think, oh, they're a bit eccentric, they're a bit strange. But of course, as it progresses, you find out just how strange they are. And it's very scary. There are some pretty bad people. And the landlady of the house makes um, some... Delicious meat dishes. Mm. <laughs> that's yeah. all I'll say about that. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> that's
0: all you literally had to yeah, say. Yeah, all I literally and, and had to say. Paul like, oh. mm-hmm. we Sweeney Todd, right? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Meat pies.
1: Yeah, it's 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 great. It's um, terrifying, and again, it's got women in it who are just like kicking ass. Which I just really love about these Korean shows I've been watching. You get these women who are outnumbered by like four big guys trying to attack them. And they're just like sh- 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 kicking their butts. It's so cool. Um, So yes, hopefully that will be released on DVD soon. But if you do have Netflix, then you should definitely check out Strangers from Hell. If you like scary, creepy, weird dramas.
0: We need to have a Korean culture episode about all the shows and books. And their version of manga that we have read and seen because, oh my gosh, even the new ones now, I want to recommend so many. Because Mm -hmm. now, like you said, like female empowerment, like it's not, they're they're kick-ass. They are kick-ass. And now the the recent ones that I've been watching, it's a slight nod to LBGTQ now. Nice.
1: Hey, you, oh. And strong, like incredibly strong. Yeah. And I love how they don't need to be in a relationship with the main, like male lead.
0: Nope. Nope the recent one i watched the main male lead got dumped because his well ex now fell in love with another woman and was like Ha-ha, "Ha ha!" <laughs> and he's like you crushed my soul <laughs> she's like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> so yes look forward to that listeners because i think that needs to happen
1: yes it is going to be uh, a celebration of korean books movies and manga so those are my picks you have been
0: <laughs> on <busy>. vacation, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so you've had lots of time to build up your list.
0: I, yes, I literally, I think I started reading and then putting this in while I was on vacation because I was like, I'm gonna forget. And I think I still forgot about two or three. But that oh was, my
1: goodness, because I did read a lot.
0: So the first one I'm going to talk about is the Love Hypothesis by
1: Ali Hazelwood. Well, that's in my uh, virtual reading club for next month.
0: Yay! Yes, yes. Great book. I just thought it was really sweet because you kind of got, like, science PhD nerds mm-hmm. falling in love. I'm like, Aww. aw. Nerds deserve love, too. You sure do. So, super cute. Uh, like I said, it's just kind of typical rom com kind of. Like, nothing super, like, oh my gosh, new. Mm-hmm. It was just, if you just want kind of a nice, warm, fuzzy, I high- highly recommend that one. <laughs> this one I've been meaning to read for so long, the next one, is um, My Brother's Husband. Have you read that one? No. So it's a volume one and two uh, manga. It is in our system. And I I don't know, I kept forgetting about it. And then I saw a virtual webinar with the author himself. And I was like, Uh, and the author's name is Gengoro Tagame. And it's LGBTQ. It's really cute. It's long story short. It's about Yaichi. So he's a stay-at-home dad. Him and his wife are divorced. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it's an interesting look into the Japanese culture about um, same-sex marriage. Okay. Because Yaichi is very much like, oh, Japanese are totally fine with it. We're fine. Like, it, everything is fine. Mm-hmm. But then when he finds out because his brother married a Canadian gentleman, mm-hmm. and then his brother passed, and then his uh, husband, who's the Canadian, big, like, beefy, hairy Canadian, <laughs> like, lumberjack Canadian, comes to Japan to visit them. Oh, Wow because right? that was he promised. He promised his husband that he would come to Japan, but then his he, d- he passed away, so he couldn't. But he's like, you know, what, I'm going to keep my promise to him. Yeah, he, he just finds himself like in a lot of social circumstances where it'd be like, oh, this is my brother's friend. Like he catches himself a lot being like, you know what? We are incredibly uncomfortable with same-sex marriage here. But you know, at the beginning, he was like, oh no, we're fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. It's all good. We we totally are acceptable mm. or whatever. But then, it, as he starts interacting with neighbors and friends and his divorced. Uh, Wife, it's just kind of like, why am I lying about this? Mm-hmm. Why am I covering this up? So you kind of see the true uncomforts of it. It's just a really sweet story. I, I thought it was cute because the kid is asking a lot of questions too. And then she kind of gets uh, a little bullied at school, like, ew, like, why do you have like an uncle that is married with another uncle? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Ew. And then she's asking her dad, like, Dad, like, what do I say to my friends? Like, what's go? So it's just kind of a really nice, gentle way of. Raising awareness about Japanese culture and how they feel about mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community. So,
1: highly recommend that one.
0: Oh, it's wow. so good. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I read it all. It was like two big, thick manga volumes. And I'm just like, God, wait, this, this. is so good. One sitting. I'm sorry. One sitting. Uh, yep. I was like, I need to read that. That was good. Uh, next, I finished the series uh, Dreams of Gods and Monsters by Lainey Taylor. Oh, you finished it. Finally. Yay. There's so many ones and I'm like, I finished it. It was good. I actually really did like that one. That's a very good series. That's the one where it was more like high fantasy, but it wasn't your typical dragons and wizards. It was Chimera mm-hmm. and like the Middle East. Like they were in Egypt, they were in places in Africa that I can't remember. And it was really just different fantasy. And I'm like, this is awesome. But once again, it's the third one, so I can't really say much because it'll be like redacted or <laughs> spoiler. But it was really, really good. Read the follow up to Marrow Thieves.
1: Hunting by stars How was that? Because you read Merththews right I did? I loved it
0: isn't it so good? Mm-hmm. Hunting by stars is really really good uh and then another manga that I read was Blue Period, Volume One, Two and three by Subasa Yamaguchi. I thought this was really cute because it was I always love these Japanese characters and they're kind of just so full of themselves. <laughs> like he's kind of just one of those punks he does like amazing in school but he's like part of a gang and he skips but everything everyone thinks he's going to be like the best brightest thing in the world and you're just like yeah sure Mm -hmm. but then he gets interested into art and he finds the challenges through like um learning art and he just sees it's really it's a really pretty story and there is a nice lovely nod to it It is a male character Mm -hmm. who is looks like a woman and wants to be addressed as a woman and her struggles through like what it's like in in the art community and she has like a huge like falling out with art and it's just like oh my gosh like how do I get back into this because I'm struggling with my identity and Mm -hmm. it's just like I said very artsy but really something like that that's really good Mm, that sounds good yes because of course then um, the main guy is uh, Yatora Yaguchi and you know as soon as he tells his parents he wants to go to an art university it's like you know you kind of get that sense of well you're a failure now because mm-hmm. you know art is not that serious yeah <laughs> so he kind of struggling with himself struggling to like create art that his professors keep challenging him on mm-hmm. like his first piece was just he's like i'm gonna pick one color and it was like blue and they're like oh well let me introduce you to like contrast colors to make your like images more like mm-hmm. impactful not just one so like learn about the color wheel so it was really cool so if you love art love manga recommend oh definitely And I guess there was an anime series released last year in January, which I haven't seen yet, but now I'm going to have
1: to. Yes, you do. You need to watch that.
0: I usually watch the (laughs) anime first and then read the manga because it's very much like books and movies here. Mm -hmm. There's always a manga most of the time. And then someone makes an anime series and changes it or copies it. And then you're like, the manga was so much better. Why did you do that? (laughs) Just like, the book was so much better. Why did you do that Mm -hmm. to the movie? (laughs) So highly recommend the manga. I read The Strangers by Katharina Vermeet. Okay, which number was that in the series? <sighs> that was a companion novel to, novel to the one that I read after. <laughs> I was like, Fuck! I'm sorry, you're gonna hear that. I was like, no! So, but technically, I like this was the second novel, huge, heavy air quotes, because it was the newest one, and I was like, ooh, pretty! And then I started reading, and I was like, wait. Asking myself a lot of questions about the characters. I'm like, why is that person in prison? What did they do? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? If you read The Break, which is the same author the first one, it would have explained that. And I I helped Marion. Because Marion was like, hey, I have the strangers on hold next. I'm like, did you read The Break? She was like, the what? I'm like, read The Break first. So she took it off on hold and put The Break well, that on. that was good. And I was
1: like, safe. You, you, you didn't let her do it, courtney.
0: No, know? no. Only I'm allowed to do that. And then I have to pass all my knowledge to everybody else. <laughs> so... The read the break first and then read the strangers you can read strangers like as a solo thing mm-hmm. but like myself you'll probably be asking yourself a lot of questions and a lot of those questions <laughs> are answered in the break okay so it does go it, it's indigenous novel mm-hmm. like a lot about families like in both uh books there's like you, you always see the family tree and i'm always like who's that whose cousin is that mm-hmm. whose auntie is that so i'm always like flipping back and forth I'm like who's this but the strangers follows um, the the stranger family, and oh, just just put your heart out and stab it because both books are just incredibly heartbreaking. Oh, I so much trauma. Mm-hmm. But it talks a lot about like matrilineal bonds and like family connection and just how they all come together for the, to help each other. But like both of them, you may as well just like just start sobbing because that's all I did about reading both. I just cry. Oh wow. But yes. Both very good books, highly recommend. Like I said, Strangers is brand new and sparkly, and that's why Courtney is all first.
1: But they were both really good. But they're both really good.
0: And that's all I'm gonna say about those. Please, please read those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have so many to read. <laughs> You're
0: just like, oh crap! Thanks, Courtney, my list just doubled. <laughs> yeah, it never ends. Shoo! <laughs> and we thought this was gonna be a short episode
1: until Courtney came in with all her stupid books. <laughs> well, I know my stories at the beginning.
0: That's okay. See, we'll we, we both do. <laughs> we'll both be better. No, we're, we're fine. We'll be better, we promise. We promise. We're sorry, everyone. We only get one episode for January because we're just kind of, like I said, getting back into the swing of things. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to bombard you in February with our two episodes. February's
1: exciting. If you would like to be a special guest on Behind the Stacks or you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas, you can send them to us at stacks at sgpl.ca
0: that's it for us but tune in next time for another exciting episode of behind the stacks bye bye